everybody. Welcome to the OK Podcast, where we talk freely about anything, anything at all. Okay, so um, my name is Sharon. And I'm Corin. Um, today, we are going to be talking about, um, in short, it's just we're, we're just going to be talking about love goals. <laughs> um, we're talking about how to create, produce a long-lasting relationship and um, our personal tips um, not it's so funny every time we're talking about relationships we're like we have no idea what we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> like we've never dated but you know what we're just gonna say it as we think it is okay um but yeah we're gonna talk about love goals um we've got two main questions that we want to um bring up um yeah I, I feel like our relationships are pretty cool right god i don't know if you agree um I don't know. I, I, I commend people who are in relationships. I feel like they go through a lot. Um, and you know what? If you find these pointers in your relationship, then good for, good on you, man. Uh, you know, you're on the right track. But if there are certain things that you're missing in your relationship that we brought up today, then probably it's a, it's a conversation starter with your partner. Or um, if you're single, probably it's just something to ponder about for your future relationship. Um, <laughs> But that's all I've got to say about that. All right. So can I ask our first question? Yeah. Our first question is, what is your idea of a healthy, long-lasting relationship? Okay. Um, should I go, go ahead? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you should go first. Okay. So, um, well, for me, I, I have a lot of points. Oh, my gosh. I have 11 points. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> like for someone who has no idea what it's like to be in a relationship <laughs> actually has a lot of points whoa okay but like um this is just from what i've collected and from what i've watched in movies hey movies actually educate me okay so um the first thing that i do notice that um would help produce a healthy long-lasting relationship is if both partners have self-love a good healthy amount of self-love i'm not mm -hmm. saying that both male and female should, you know, be, you know, so loving towards themselves only to the point where like, um, they, I don't know, you can label them as a narcissist or whatever. I'm not saying that it's just more like, um, as much as, as much love you're trying to pour out to your partner, remember to save some for yourself too. Um, one reason why I say that is that also for me, the whole idea of self-love, um, from my perspective, it's not really about knowing your worth, but really it's knowing that the God Almighty out there, up there, he loves you so much. He loves you so much to the point where he allows and puts people in your life to um, love on you throughout your whole lifetime. Um, and if you're lucky, you, you know, you stumble across a person who will love you for all of eternity, you know, even, you know, because um, you know, whatever God reunites or unites will never be separated. And so just, I guess, like self-love to me is just to remind yourself that you do deserve each other's loves and that you are enough as a person yourself because God has made you enough. So I guess like that's that's the first basic thing for me because okay. you, you can't really expect to love other people if you don't understand that concept first, you know? Okay, okay, can I add something? Yeah, no, I'm not adding, but more towards asking you something. 
Okay. But this is like okay, a stupid devil question. Okay. <laughs> okay, this is a stupid question. Like, do you think people um, find love based on the... Like, do you think people find a partner based on the love that they feel like they deserve? Yes. No doubt. Um, especially, um, especially from talking to plenty of girls before. Um, I, I don't know. I can't really speak on guys. I mean, for those of you guys out there, please say something. But I <laughs> can um, collect, recollect all the times I've spoken to girls who date guys and literally find guys who they think they deserve, you know? Um, uh, like, these girls, they, they, I guess they just don't, again, like, again, I, I'm just, I just want to highlight on this, that, like, when you can't fully love yourself, and all the insecurities that you come with, those insecurities are just going to be too heavy of a baggage for your relationship to carry. It's going to be something you drag. So, to answer your question, like I do think that um wait oh my gosh I lost my train of thought so what was I saying like you do think that um really that um people oh yeah um, people find a partner do, yeah. yeah people uh that people do find relationships that they think they deserve um which is honestly a good thing for people who think they deserve rightly but for people who think that they don't deserve as much that's unfortunate because they settle for lesser. Um, I, I have a specific story, but we can talk about that later. All right. Um, but yeah, that's my answer to it. What do you think, Or? Okay, I totally agree with you. So you can just, yeah. you can continue. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so the next thing is super important to me. Okay, again, all these points are super important to me, but this is also one of the more important Actually, so many are important. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> the second point is openness, okay? Um, for me, first off, when you're, you know, meeting people and you're going to, um, uh, you know, start the relationship, openness is needed. Openness is needed because you know they will be different from you. No matter how similar they are to you, they will have um, differences from you, you know? And so you, you've got to be open to those differences. you got to accept them and learn to embrace them. You know, kind of, if you can, make friends with their differences. Because the thing is, like, I feel um, if you kind of, like, um, come in with a certain standard, if you feel like you deserve so much in a relationship, now, you know, it, that's going to be hard for you to find one in the first place. So that's why I think openness, and even during the relationship, openness to their faults and their mistakes, like being okay with certain things, not not justifying, but more like being more understanding and patient. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, God. Uh, okay. And then what comes with openness, I think, is respect. Oh, my gosh, girl, you already know me <laughs> as an ENFJ, honey. Oh, my gosh, respect, man. Respect for my wishes and my feelings and my opinions. I demand that. <laughs> I think even from a stranger, I demand that. Like, oh respect God. to my family and my friends. Like, my, my future person, um, you know, I hope you respect me in that sense, you know? Like, you, you know, I, you got to make me – I'm sorry. I'm forcing this on you, future spouse. But, like, you got to make me feel like I'm able to express myself. Um, 
because the second you disrespect me, I'm just going to feel judged. I'm just going to feel, um, you know, like, you know, I'm not being loved properly. And so it probably won't even happen. But I think respect is so, so big. Um, and so girls, especially if you, if you hear the slightest bit of disrespect from your guy, it's a really big red flag that you need to confront. Okay. You need to confront. Um, okay. Um, okay. what do you want to say about that? God? Yeah. I want to ask a question because I never experienced a guy disrespecting me. So I want to ask like how like in a relationship wise how can a guy what is like the example of a guy disrespecting a girl or a girl disrespecting a guy i think vice versa okay well i'd say a guy first off i hate it when people talk over me um no not people just a guy just men when girls talk over me i feel like it's totally oh my gosh girl it's whatever it's okay but like if it's a guy gosh like it's it's for me girl you know attitude tells me a lot you know and so like if a guy doesn't give me space to breathe or even room to talk now that is to me to me it is disrespect because i feel like um especially when that guy carries an aura of like oh I am over you because you are a girl, you know, like, I don't take that. I, I don't like that. Like, I literally call that out. And so um, there are moments in my life where I do notice that some guys are like that. They kind of look at girls as like automatically as like, I guess the weak link, you know, like pers- the person who's more like more, the person who is more emotional in their mind would normally be a girl, you know, so mm. I guess, like, um, let me think of a specific time um, of disrespect. Okay, so um, so uh, this is one thing that's dear to me. Someone has disrespected my family member before. So mm-hmm. I, I shared to my um, college friend um, how, like, oh, my gosh, yeah, like, my, um, my family, um, we have this tradition. Um, we're Batak, and basically it's a tribe in Indo, um, we have this tradition where we basically like hold rice on top of our heads for weddings and it's like really heavy. It's like 10 kilos, you know, and he was saying like, bro, people, people be like, you know, so tribal, like it's, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's kind of stupid, you know, like, I don't know why like parents and so I know that he wasn't trying to hurt me, but oh, in gosh. a way it, the words that he used and also the way that he brought it up it was very, I feel like it was very out of character of him because mm-hmm. of the way he was saying, like, you know, that that's stupid. Okay, that word stupid is just a lot to me, okay? <laughs> like, he's like, you can't call stupid. her stupid. <laughs> that's stupid. Yeah. yeah, it's like, that's stupid. Oh, also, if a guy calls me stupid, I take offense to that. I do. Um, <laughs> like, unless he's my brother or unless he's, like, someone I've known for a while. But, like, if it's a guy that I barely know, Okay, I, I I I shed my respect for you too, you know, sort of thing. All um, right. Gosh, I've been talking my mouth over. I I feel like passionate right now. Okay. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Okay, continue. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. Wait. Aren't you gonna say your points? Oh, you want to go like you and me, and then after that me? 
Sure, yeah. You just cut me whenever it fits. All right. But it's okay, okay. Just continue to your points because mine is like, um, it's completely pretty different. Lengthy, right? Yeah, it's pretty oh, lengthy. Yeah. And, and yours is very different, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, for me also, boundaries is important. Um, so you and your partner are able to find ways to meet each other um, and meet each other's needs in ways that you both feel comfortable, be it in you know physicality or emotionally or sexually or even digital material, spiritual, all that stuff. I mean, if you don't make clear of your boundaries and if you ha are in a relationship of like five years, per, let's say, okay, and um, you don't know to still like the boundaries and um, the boundaries of your um, partner, I think that's something you really need to clear up because you may never know when you'll step over a boundary and just cause unnecessary conflict, I feel. Like, it, it could have been way avoided if, like, it was spoken of, like, within at least the first year, you know? Mm. So yeah. when you um, are in a relationship, please make clear of, like, what you're comfortable with physically or even, like, emotionally. Like, what, what to touch on and what's not really to touch on. Or, like, even digitally, too. Like, how, how much are you guys going to talk um, digitally? Or, like, I don't know. It's just those things that, um, I guess, makes a couple mesh together and become a strong couple, you know? Yeah. The next thing for me is also independence. Um, you have to realize, too, that you are still your own person, no matter how long the relationship goes for, let's say, even 20 years, okay? Mm -hmm. you, sh you should still know that you still have your independence. You are still your own person. Um, you know how, like, again, I'm going to mention this, too, like, um, in mar marriage vows, I've heard plenty of times, like, oh, my gosh, I need you in my life. You know, and so and it sheds a tear. You know, everybody in the crowd sheds a tear. I personally don't agree with that sentence. Um, that whole thing of like, especially girls and boys who are just dating. Like, let's say within the first few months, they're like, "Oh my gosh, I need you." <laughs> you know, and all that stuff. You know, it makes them so clingy. But I'm not saying like I'm not. It's 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 not the clingy problem. Okay, it's more like if you can't even like think that you can live without them that is an indicator that your relationship is not starting on a strong foundation because yeah. you, you kind of need to understand that like, you don't need that person. All you need is God and you're good to go, you know, mm -hmm. but God has gifted you that person in your life to enhance his kingdom together, you know, to, you know, I don't know, to become a be better version of yourself with this person next to you mm -hmm. to enhance God's kingdom. And again, this is from a Christian perspective. I mean, everybody has their own thing, but independence is important, especially for girls. Like, don't don't tell yourself that you need this guy to survive and live and breathe. And I don't know. Um, but yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I'm trying I, to like like I want to add onto that part, the independence. Like, mm -hmm. I think there is something wrong. Like, I think this is okay from a Christian point of view, and also from my point of view. I think there's something really wrong when we started to think like we really need our partners. Mm -hmm. in order to survive because eventually this is this sounds depressing okay i'm so sorry but mm -hmm. eventually people gonna go like if they're i mean i'm i'm not saying that they will live in the relationship but mm -hmm. we never know the ends of everybody probably mm -hmm. i don't know what will happen to me like we don't know the ends of everybody so if for example i'm like I don't hope this to happen to you guys, but for example, your partner just leaves because 
of a car crash or something happened and how mm. will you survive especially thinking exactly that, thinking that when we think that we need them or or they need us it's like we we our existentialism like the way we th- we think like we should exist we are ex- we are created we exist only for this person where yes, in fact girl. in a christian point of view it should not because we are created for god and we are created to god and so when we start thinking that we need this yes. person to survive and this is the purpose of our life when that person pass away what will happen to you mm. That's a good. That's a good way to think of it. Preach, honey, preach. <laughs> um, can, can I like cut to talk about no, my yeah. long lasting relationship? Cause like yeah. it's connected. Okay. Like, I think also from a Christian point of view and uh, my point of view, I think the idea of a healthy, long lasting relationship, be it friendship, dating, marriage, is like God centered. Seriously, mm-hmm. a God centered relationship is key Mm -hmm. because like again like i believe that we are his workmanship we are created for god and that means i believe that a healthy relationship should make us always closer to the heart of god Mm -hmm. and like when i say like closer to the heart of god i'm not saying that we we all should be perfect like a relationship that is god-centered will be perfect i think it's not like that that i think Closer to the heart of God means like just like the relationship of Christ and the church. It's not perfect. Mm. I'm not saying this. This might sound so controversial, but what I'm saying is like even though God has been so loving to the church, the church does not always love God. It means the relationship is not perfect in that sense mm. because yeah. it doesn't go according to plan. And yeah, when things doesn't go according to plan it's not perfect and but then in that relationship while we are flawful when we are at fault when we messed up god still loves us with his perfect love and Mm -hmm. i think this perfect love that kind of love that kind of compassion grace i think it should be the ground up for couples to be able to like forgive each other to be able to pour love onto each other and just yeah. to be able to love properly to the point of not needing yeah. them to I mean, go about their relationship mm-hmm. so yeah no, but that's why like i said i'm sorry like um about like the whole self-love thing like self-love you find from god and so like i guess like the whole ideal of like knowing the heart of the father and knowing how he loves you're able to love one another properly too you yes. know um but yeah no sorry you can continue all right so that's basically uh my point i think um god centered placing god Mm -hmm. in the center of all your relationship how he like for example uh even friendship like for example kk said a certain word that oh i mean you said a certain word that hurt me Mm -hmm. i might i might feel disturbed or i might actually gossip behind you but if i place god in the relationship how what would what would please god if i do mm-hmm. like i don't know how to make it simpler <laughs> like yeah, how um, yeah. <laughs> like uh, okay okay try but to can you repeat that, that repeat that repeat that like it's if, like if we place god in the center of the relationship 
So, for example, if you hurt me, I'll think of how God would want me to respond. tackle this. Yeah, to respond. Yeah, uh, that's the perfect word for it. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> it's like dictionary. Um, yeah. Totally. Okay. I agree. I agree. So, awesome. do you want to continue um, your point? Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so yeah, so independence, independence in Christ, independence in your own, um, in your own love cycle. I'm, I, I have, I'm a believer in everybody having your own um, love system within your own being and your own heart. Um, and I think that if you put God in charge of your love system, it will be so much more smooth sailing than you ever thought. Um, so yes, God in, I, yes, make it God centered. Um, communication. Um, I've said it before. I'm going to say again, oh my gosh, a relationship that is full of communication means everything to me, at least like you and your partner, you're able to share feelings, especially as an ENFJ. Oh my gosh. Like if I don't feel like I can be vulnerable with you, I can express my crazy weird thoughts or even like my serious thoughts to you. Then like, no, because <laughs> like I'm going to spend years with you, you know, and what am I going to talk to at wall? I mean, like, you know, like, especially if I'm going to sleep next to you every night. Like, I'm just going to look at you like, oh, you just, you're just a piece of log, you know, like a wood, like I can't really talk to you. So like, like I can't, you know, for me, communication is so important. Like, even when you share your feelings, even when you don't agree, like commu your, the communication you guys share um, should make you feel safe. It should make you feel heard and it should not make you feel judged. Um, so for both, both men and women, okay, for communication, I'm speaking, not just on speaking. I, I'm, I'm talking more on like, um, on everything. The way you communicate can be the way you talk, can be the way you listen. Even it can be the way you do your body language or even digital communication, like through text, like do you fight over text? Do you confront over text? I personally don't. You know, um, but I know other couples are different, but I just am an advocate of not doing it through text. Um, and also to kind of like agree on when and where to have an important conversation. Um, you know, like I feel like if you kind of like uh, fuse together in that way to understand the way of each other's communication styles, like I feel like um, that's how you know a relationship is going to la last long. It's because you guys are always. Like, okay, you know what? We faced a problem today. Let's go home, sit down together, talk about it. You know, I, I'm, I'm a very confrontal person. And if like that person is not willing to confront with me and not willing to face it with me, it makes me feel like, oh, this relationship is kind of one-sided because um, for me, my, with my personality, this is how I fix it. Like I talk about it, you know? Mm -hmm. But if that person's not willing to talk about it or sacrifice that talking and that conversation with me, it makes me feel that they're not willing to aid me, to help aid me. And I feel like a relationship should also bring not just um, glory to God, but also comfort to one another in times of like trial, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's why talking is so important to me and also listening, you know? Um, those are important. Yeah. Um, also communicate whether, sorry, I forgot to mention this, but communicate also your boundaries. Um, that's important. Um, also, God, I have a question for you. Um, PDA, what do you think? <coughs> uh, PDA? 
like yes. PBDA okay. is public display of affection, just in case you guys don't know. Yeah, but like holding hands, hugging in public, kissing in public, or I don't know, whatever in public, you know. Okay. Okay, my okay, there's two two definition like there's two definition here for me. Like there is PDA and there is like boundaries, like physical boundaries for me. Like okay. because uh, this is like I'm so I can't believe I'm gonna admit this on our podcast, but <laughs> oh my gosh! But I don't. Girl, girl, rethink this. Rethink this. Think twice. Ask God. Pray God. Pray to God. I mean. Oh my gosh, I what were we gonna say? <laughs> like okay, uh, this is so hard. Like because I don't. Because I'm so sorry, mom. If I embarrass you or my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, but because I am such a, I don't know, like, for me, it's not that I hate physical touch, but I'm just scared of things escalating very quickly, and I mm-hmm. think I might fall if it escalates so quickly, so my boundaries are very straight, <laughs> like, very straight. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> No, I know. I, I know you, girl, so I can totally see that. So, I'm just, like, holding hands, uh, hugging, kissing on the cheek, and on the forehead, and that's all. Like, other than that, I don't think I can go any further. Mm-hmm. How about, like, a hand on your thigh sort of thing? How about, like, a... How about, like, oh, a, no. like a... You know, I have trauma ex- traumatic experience with that. <laughs> I'm not gonna go, like, I'm, like, hands off, dude, like... <laughs> Okay, that's for another podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, that's boundaries. Nice, but then, nice. because only with only that, I am okay with PDA. I mean, even my brother show PDA, like of holding mm. hands, hugging, kissing on the cheek. But because I think it's fine. But you know, in Singapore, okay, okay, in Singapore, like when I first, <laughs> I'm I'm from Indonesia, right? I'm so Asian cultured. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Asian, I said Those Indonesian. MRT, man. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so orchard, it, man. <laughs> it was New Year. I, I never thought that those things can happen, right? So I was I was still 14 at the time. And then I was still on MRT. And I was so happy in a new place. And it was New Year's. And suddenly I saw a couple making out on the taxi. And like, oh my gosh, like. Like, I was like, get a room, guys. Oh, my gosh. Like, and sometimes in the MRT, they're, like, P- PDA and kissing to the point, like, you know, their hands are everywhere. Like, what do you, okay. I was what like, do you no. think of, like, making out in the car, though? Like, in your own car. In your own car. Okay. Married or not married? <laughs> because, again, my uh, boundaries. Not married. Not married. Not, not married? Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't do it. Because, um, again, because of that previous reason that I will not allow, mm-hmm. you, no, you will okay. need to replay that part. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah. I already knew your answer to this. I just wanted to... How about you, Gay? Um, PDA? Hmm. I'm fine with it. I mean, honestly, PDA is kind of what makes a couple a couple in public, you know? Um, but, like, at the same time, I don't feel like you need to hold hands. You don't have to. I don't think i will be holding hands all too much i need my space god knows how much but like the thing is even when i go on group settings you know let's just say okay for group settings sometimes i need my way my time uh, away from the group you know what i'm saying 
like you notice that course sometimes when we had like youth group like both of us we just kind of like drive away from the group sometimes yeah it's <laughs> just the two of breather. us yeah <laughs> yeah yeah we need a breather sort of thing and so like um I kind of see like that like display like public display like um for even um in my personal um um romantic relationship in the future like I think that probably in public I'll just be you know touchy sometimes touchy not all the time it depends on my mood um but you know I'm again I, I agree with you I'm not gonna do um too much I'm not gonna do making out or I'm not gonna do kissing or whatever but you know like you know just light like <laughs> or hugs you know like hugs from the back or whatever I don't know leaning on the shoulder or whatever that's fine to me mm -hmm. um but nothing too like whoa you know yeah um yeah that's a that's a perfect description Sharon whoa okay anyway. <laughs> whoa. um okay cool um so yeah communicate um communicate about your pda um stuff okay also you know better yet if you communicate more um the better it is because you know you guys will realize that you guys will slowly start to share the same values because the more you bring up the same values the more you you know start mentioning and bringing up your values the more they'll understand the more they'll probably agree with it in time in time due to come and so like also um the more you talk, the more laugh you probably will get too. And humor is really important. So that's a bonus <laughs> about communication. So if you're not communicating your relationship right now, start, please. Even for guys who say like, oh, but I just don't talk much. It's okay. Or even girls who say like, but I don't like talking. No, like, okay, then tell, like telepathically talk. I don't know, something, figure it out. And um, please don't ever say it because you're an introvert. That's why you don't talk. That's <laughs> come on, learn properly, okay, guys. You, you can you can preach to them. You can preach to those people. I I don't I don't feel like starting. Um, <laughs> okay. But uh, sorry, sorry okay. So the next one for me is trust. Uh, so with communication comes a trust. Um, I feel like when you are able to communicate honestly, um, that's how you build a strong foundation of trust, and also um. Speaking of trust, I've had my fair share of like sharing secrets with like my in my relationships, like how um, what do I feel like I deserve to know? What do I feel like I don't really need to know? Um, you first, again, with the whole self-love thing, define clearly to yourself before you get into the relationship. Like, what do you want to know to give yourself peace, to give yourself a peace of mind? What do you think you as a girlfriend or a boyfriend think that you should know? You know, um, and then you can bring that up to your partner. And then once you are fulfilled and satisfied with your questions um, that you brought up, then I feel like it's a good way to, you know, um, build the trust on. Um, I feel like um, if you don't make clear of like what secrets not to hide. I mean, the thing is, I'd like to say, see it like this, like every couple will have secrets. This is how I view it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Every couple will have secrets. Um, and I don't, sh I don't, I don't shun that. I think that it's okay. I think it's a healthy thing to have your own personal time and your own personal secrets that you keep that you don't necessarily have to share to your partner. Um, I think that's what makes it, um, I honestly think that that's what makes it stronger. Like some secrets, like I know my mom, she always say like, no, you no keep secret from me. No, like, you know, <laughs> like she'll tell my dad, like no secret. Or, like, me, no secret, gay, you know, and stuff like that. <laughs> and, like, the thing is, like, I mean, I'm a teenage girl. I'm gonna have my secrets, like, 
and it, it's honestly and it doesn't make me less uh, like love her any less it's just that like you know like I will tell her what I think is appropriate for my mom to tell her so like uh, to tell my mom and it's the same thing like I will tell my partner what I think is appropriate to tell him and whatever he demands of me um he has that right because he is my partner you know do you see that like um if let's say he wants to know about my past relationships, if he wants to know what I've experienced before, like when it comes to, I don't know, like anything, you know, physicality, emotionally, like if he wants to get in touch with me that way and he asks for it, I don't see why I'm keeping it from him, especially when they ask for it. When you hide something, that's this, mm, oh gosh, that's a second, you know, just a second. That's, it only takes a second for literally a girl or a guy to start questioning the whole relationship just based on one thing, you know, based on one hidden thing. Um, and so, yeah, to just, you know, let a uh, building trust can take time and it allows couples to be vulnerable with one another, um, knowing that you can rely on that person, you know, so be reliable, respect the boundaries, be honest. And, you know, to show that you are trustworthy too. Um, see if your partner um, walks the walk and don't just talk talk you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like if your guy got in okay if your guy in the future says like oh i love you and i want to pda i understand you and i and i will i will embrace your womanhood i will blah blah blah, blah, blah <laughs> you know or whatever but like like in closed doors he doesn't <laughs> really like show up for it he doesn't actually respect your boundaries then you know i guess you can kind of conclude that he's just not as reliable as he says he is, you know, he's not as honest as he says he is. And also if like, let's say you ask him a question, God, like how many girls have you dated before? How many girls have you emotionally feel like you are in love with? And so if you, if that's important to you to know, then, um, and also if your guy is not willing to share it to you, I feel like that's kind of concerning, you know? Mm. Um, I don't know. Some people might have different views on that. Um, see, it's kind of weird because I say it's good to keep secrets, but then also, like, yeah. you know, it's not. I, I feel like it's just only if the person asks. And if they need to know, then, you know, just make it clear what you want to know, I feel. Like, that's that's what keeps it strong. Okay, oh, yeah. okay. can I add upon, like, the trust thing? Yes. Yeah, because... I think about about trust. It's like also it has to do also with um, fulfilling promises. Sometimes, like mm-hmm. I, I, I think as couples we uh, make promise, even though it's like silly promise. Like, for example, like for the anniversary, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cook for you. For example, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But then after that, during the anniversary, uh, your partner doesn't actually cook for you. That can actually solely kind of not not but it kind of disturbed the trust that it's it kind of like cracks the trust a bit so if you make promise you better have you better fulfill it mm-hmm. like even though you have like for example you you are you actually plan to cook for your partner but then because of work suddenly you can't do it but if that's the case, then don't make such promises. I think if mm-hmm. you make a promise, you really have to fulfill it. Like if you oh, say no. to someone, "I'm I'm gonna be there for you," you Girl. gotta you gotta do do it. You know, you, 
Okay, guys, just to make it clear, God knows how seriously Gordon takes promises. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, real talk, Gordon, you know what, I'm, what I mean by when I say this, but it's a Scorpio thing. It's a straight-up Scorpio <laughs> thing. Okay, I'm sorry, we don't need to talk about horoscopes. You don't need to talk about it here, but, like, honestly, oh, my gosh, you guys. Okay. Yeah, um, I take promises, like, very seriously. If you say you promise you'll do this, you better fulfill your promise. Like, oh, I don't, I don't care. The way he says promise, like, guys. Like, because if I promise you, I will in my power to fulfill it. And if I don't, you know what I'll do, okay? <laughs> I'll just beat myself. She will ruin the day for you guys. <laughs> and I will just make up like 100% for what I've done wrong at that time. And also with, I think with trust, the thing is, I think, I'm a little bit different from you, okay? Like, in a sense, like, for example, I asked my partner, how many girls you've been with? I would, I will not appreciate it and I would even break up with him if mm-hmm. he lied. Like, mm-hmm. oh, only one time, but then he hides someone in there. I, mm-hmm. I will, that's like a serious threat flag, a seriously mm-hmm. deal breaker, I would break up with him. But if he told me, I'm not ready to share this with you, and then he told me, like, uh, can we discuss? Uh, I'm not ready to share it with you, but one day I'll share it with you. I'm mm-hmm. totally okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay, God, remi- okay, jot this down. And he talked to you personally about this. But, okay, <laughs> it's, it's about a whole other thing. But I don't want to share it here. But, okay, cool. Um, okay, let's just get through this. Okay. Um, <laughs> Next thing, compromise. Like Gordon was saying too, like, you know, with having a God-centered relationship, you learn to compromise. You learn to be flexible and be patient with the shortcomings, just as God is patient with us. Um, Be understanding, be empathetic with their weaknesses, um, because the fact is you aren't always so perfect to them either, you know? So just be um, always in the state of, like, compromise to understand, to – I feel like even – couples were like 60 years old you know like they they've learned to compromise so many times in their life it becomes second nature and i honestly aim for that i honestly aim for that like oh this person is going through a different season she's changing her routine she's changing her moods you know more often or whatever then i hope that my guy will kind of compromise with me with that and same way for him like if he I don't know if he just has his mood swings too. Like I will compromise with him. I will, you know, figure out ways to, um, as I, I mean, I guess make it make life a bit more, I guess like smooth sailing for him, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so learn to compromise and understand whenever they're being human. I I think that's really important because the fact is we are all human and no relationships is going to be perfect. No person is going to be perfect. And so, I guess like coming like when you are in a relationship right now for those of you guys who are listening like I think this is something that um you guys can really take on um probably your relationship's been like I don't know seven years whatever or even less um but like compromise will always come to play probably in every single minute of your time with that person um even through t- you know calls or even through um change of plans you know, to be, I don't know, to be very open-minded to the fact that things don't always happen the way you, it, you want it to. Um, that just shows your maturity and it shows your commitment to the relationship. <laughs> okay, that's my next point, commitment. Um, okay. Wait, I have a question, Gay. Sorry to cut yeah. you about compromise. Okay. Like, um, what is, 
like I think compromise is definitely good, and I totally agree with all your point. But then, mm-hmm. what is like the like it needs boundaries? I think because like Stockholm syndrome people, like they mm-hmm. they have have affection and they literally compromise their abuser, but it becomes a sickness. It is labeled as a sickness. So, I think compromise is not always a bad thing. That's why. Um, do you have like a what is like the clear boundaries of what is a healthy compromise and a non-healthy compromise? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so I guess we've already kind of mentioned this before in the uh, Red Flags episode. We talked about how, like, if you compromise to the point where you kind of justify all of their, um, I guess, their tantrums or, like, their rants or whatever, you compromise that they're being um, very... Um, I guess, like, they they like to belittle other people so much. You know what I'm saying? If you compromise that side of them and that you just kind of let it slide, um, I think you, you that's not really called a healthy compromise. Um, I don't know. I feel like a healthy compromise would be more like, okay, you read this person, you understand. Because you love this person – you study this person. I study a lot of people in my life because I care for them and I want to understand them. So when you understand a person more, you will find that you have more patience with them. But the lesser you understand a person, the lesser patience you have for them. So for your future spouse, if you feel like you don't understand them enough, get to know them, you know, understand them. So then you will understand how they, how they do life, you know? And so then when they fall short, you understand why. Um, so, like, for example, if Gorin, let's say, you know, sometimes I know that she needs her time alone, you know, and even though I'm itching to have a conversation with her, but she needs to be alone, I have to compromise with that. I can't be selfish, you know? Um, and so, like, it's a whole point of, like, understanding, oh, this could be just, like, a seasonal thing. This could be, like, a mood thing, you know? So you compromise with that. But when it comes to, like, compromising with, like, deep-rooted bitterness or like anchor management stuff like now those are things that you actually do need to confront those are things that you actually do need to um you know change um and so like that's those are the things i think are compromisable and things are not um but yeah did did, did, that, did that come clear i don't know yeah that's very clear i think it really answered the questions <clears throat> okay cool um, and so, yeah, so when I say compromise, it just shows your commitment. That's my next point. Um, okay, um, this is a really ooh, good one. I honestly, what is commitment? You know, I mean, what is relationship without commitment? Like, you know, you got to show them that you're in it for the long run by compromising with them constantly. You know, don't be wishy-washy. I have heard so many stories of guys making the girl wait or the girl make the guy wait because they're not ready to settle or whatever. Like a relationship needs commitment to become or be be actually a relationship, you know? Um, there's no giving up on me just as there's no giving up on you. And that's why I believe in the whole constitution of marriage. Um, like I do know of this um, of a couple of couples that like, uh, that's a funny word, a couple of couples. Um, I do know a couple of couples where they um, are not officially dating because they're waiting on each other. Um, as in like, they're not waiting on each other, but more like one of the persons in the relationship um, is saying that they're not ready because 
um, you know, they want to take relationships seriously. I understand that it's a good intention and that's a good stance, but the whole thing of like, um, relationships is that if you, if you want to be in a relationship, you get into it, you know, but if you're not sure if you're ready for it, then don't even entertain it i've seen guys um make girls wait as in like they treat each other like a couple but they don't call it a relationship that i don't know i just feel so bad for people who are in that kind of situation um i don't know i think i think that like um nobody should ever feel like they need to i don't know like hang on to someone per se you know what i'm saying um because you need to show that if you're committed to one person that you're in love with the person, you do things that you never thought you you could, you know? So for those of you guys out there and girls out there who tell yourself like, oh, like I'm not ready for it, but I'm gonna keep this person in my radar and, and treat them as though they are my girlfriend or boyfriend. I feel like you're not doing the right thing. I feel like it's only fair to them if you, you know, if you don't feel like you're ready, then don't, then don't fondle with them. Then don't, don't play with them like that, you know, and not call it a relationship. Um, I've seen that so many, so many times, even in college. And so that's why I think commitment's important. And again, with the whole constitution of marriage, like the whole constitution of marriage, it, it just shows, it tells me, it defines commitment to me. It tells me that if a couple is married, oh, they are committed to one. I'm not saying those couples who don't choose to marry, they're not committed to one another. But also at the same time, I kind of thinking like, why not? You know, why not get married? Because um, like, I think marriage is written in the Bible. You know, marriage is a sacred thing that God calls couples to do, you know, um, to dedicate your, your relationship to God, to commit your relationship to God, you know. Um, if you don't take that first step of like telling God, hey, my relationship here is for you, then is it just really just to kind of like sleep next to each other sort of thing and not be lonely? I don't know. Like, um, yeah. yeah. But yeah. what's your stance on that, God? Yeah, I have a question for you, Gay, about this, about commitment. Because mm-hmm. I've also known a couple of couples who's, mm-hmm. uh, who thinks that in fidelity before marriage can actually strengthen commitments but what do you think about that (laughs) (laughs) i know this will get you started okay okay Okay. calm down um so i've i've heard of that whole thing of like oh infidelity will actually strengthen my commitment style later in marriage like the thing is like gordon actually brought this up to me earlier um and I was very, like, really, like, honestly kind of, like, so disturbed by that whole stance because, because I just see it as, like, if you are in a relationship, okay, and you're still playing and you're still playing around, not taking it seriously, if you're not practicing your commitment, how do you expect yourself, how can you trust yourself to commit to that person in marriage? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, you're just making it harder for yourself, man, or girl, you know, you're just making it harder for yourself, because later on, because you're so used to, like, being, like, holding hands with a person, but then at the same time, looking around for other people, like, oh, she's hot, oh, she's, oh, he's handsome, or whatever, you know, um, but how do you expect yourself 
to be able to just hold hands with a person and just do that. And then um, when you put a ring on it, you hold hands with the same person and then you stop doing that. You know, you really got to shut down that devil's voice in your head. You really got to shut down that practice, you know, um, if you're, I don't know, I feel like it's, it's going to be harmful for your partner too. I think it, it destroys so much more than you realize. It damages so much more than you realize internally, emotionally, spiritually. It makes your partner feel very not enough, um, very belittled actually more than they realize even though they tell you know I'm okay it's okay I understand like I guess I guess I can trust you later in marriage like mm-hmm. you, you know like I don't know I feel like it's something that really needs deep healing if you do that truly 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 and if you still believe that it's something that you really need to bring up to God and ask why it's wrong because I don't think someone can preach to you about why um, but man yeah, that's my that's my whole thing on it. Okay, if for example, uh, this question will get you so worked up, okay, but okay, but uh, <laughs> but okay, because you say that they are not ready for marriage and all that, isn't it better for those kind of couple don't believe in the constitution of marriage at all and just probably live it, live with one another? Would you approve of that? Honestly, if you're gonna keep living life like that, why not? Go ahead. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um. Like, I don't think you, I mean, it's not good. I feel like personally, I I don't think it's a good thing to um, stay within that cycle um, of like, you know, thinking that, okay, we're not gonna, we're gonna forever be an open relationship sort of deal. Um, I don't know. I just kind of think then what's really the point, you know, like you're just throwing your heart away to anybody you can find. And I feel that's, that's pretty sad because, it you don't you don't have a safe place really even though you say that person that you're living with is your safe place you she he or she really isn't because her or his safe place can be with other people too you know what i'm saying yeah yeah Yeah. definitely Mm. good point okay good point okay thank you very much (laughs) um last point from me oh two points <laughs> last two points oh, gosh i'm so sorry guys. um so uh with commitment then you can spark the passion passion is something that a passionate relationship is a good relationship that's what i think um again with differences i feel like when you argue that brings passion honestly i feel like arguments are healthy arguments are good because it sparks the passion, like, oh, this person is so different from me, but I love them for that, you know? And I think affection and interest is so important in a relationship. It, you know, to try to win each other's hearts every day. Oh my gosh, please, to my future guy, always try to win my heart, even when I'm like 90, old and gray. Um, <laughs> you know, like, part if the person participates in the activities you enjoy they try to spice things up for special occasions or like even from for random occasions from time to time you know it 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 really shows their continuous interest in you and you know how people say like oh you know um in indonesia they call it it's like that fun 
phase of like chasing each other you know like and being flirty and stuff like that like keep it up man even when you're 50 and midlife crisis keep it up you know <laughs> like sometimes for a passion to reignite it does require effort and that really just depends on you it's really on you whether you're willing to um you know to to like really spark up the relationship make it happy for both of you guys um it does so much more than people realize and so i guess even a small thing would do a lot um for my future guy i do expect you to buy me flowers whenever you pass the flower market i'm kidding no um <laughs> but what matters to me more though is if they buy his mom if he buys his mom and my mom flowers that 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 say, says a lot to me um I don't like flowers personally because I just think they always die. Um, if you're going to plant it, then that, that is okay. But for me, um, bouquets that you just put in like flower pots, like, you know, and, you know, and just put water in them, I feel like they're going to die. So I don't really need it. It's not important to me. But like if you buy women in your life, like special women in your life, like my mom and his mom, now that, that matters to me. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, the last one. Um, but also probably the most important one too, um, that keeps the relationship alive and keeps the relationship surviving is appreciation. Um, if you remind each other that they're appreciated, it becomes so much more gratifying. You know, like when one feels appreciated, the bond just strengthens, the trust thickens, and the love really just deepens. And so like, wow. You know, it does so much to appreciate each other, you know, to like roll over in bed, look at each other in the eyes and be like, I appreciate you for all that you do. Even mm -hmm. though you just had an argument, just always tell them that, especially in confrontation, say like, hey, listen, I love that you do this, but I don't love that you do that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, still show appreciation, even in arguments, you know? Acknowledge that they have done good in your life. They've added to your life. And so, like, no matter how much of a headache they may be, they also make your heart throb in a good way, <laughs> you know? Um, and so, like, you know, don't let that passion die. And one of the ways is also just to simply appreciate them by, you know, if your love language is to give gifts or quality time or whatever, physical touch, I don't know. But show them that you appreciate them, um, even with the words you say. It could be simply just, like, hey – you know, I love that you do this or like, Hey, um, thank you for um, always keeping my shoes away from me because I always leave them out. Like, I don't know. Cause I am, I'm pretty OCD. So like, if you help me clean stuff, like I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, you know, so like that, that, those are the, those are all my points. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think about appreciation, it's also important to practice. Like for example, as simple as for example, your, partner is sweep is sweeping the house cleaning the house i think it's really important even though it's just a small act like cleaning the dishes i think it's good to say thank you for cleaning the dishes especially mm -hmm. after yeah. office hours you know those little appreciation does matters yeah um, like that whole like that whole thing of like oh um when i'm in a relationship for like years now you're gonna get comfortable and then you're gonna start dismissing yes. a lot of things and mm. then like you're gonna like uh be like ah oh, it's whatever he always does that you know sort of thing like no like treat them as though they're like your friend of like only one month <laughs> you know when you're so nice to that first friend that you meet and then you're like friends for a month and then you're like so nice to them and polite yeah be like that 
you know, um, be like that, but at the same time, stern. It, it's so weird, it, but it really takes the Holy Spirit to tell you when to do things, you know, but show them love, really. That's what they, that's what they need. Um, yeah. 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 What's, what's your wow. points, other points that you may have brought up, God? may or may not have I realize you have a lot of points, <laughs> Yeah. Your relationship must have been thriving if you have a relationship. Oh, yes. Wow. Yes. Okay, yes. mine. Yes. <laughs> mine is actually, I only have three points. One of the points that I really brought up was God centered. And mm-hmm. the other two points are actually aligned with uh, KK's, with yours. But I think mm-hmm. um, I'll just say my second point was I think a healthy relationship should focus on growth. Uh, I, I don't know, growth mindset has been like very viral lately, but what I mean by growth is like iron and iron sharpens one another. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, humans are like that. There's a Bible verse for it. Like if you date a person who's evil, there's enough chance that you'll be more evil. Now, if you date a, pers- a kind person, most likely you'll be kinder. So mm-hmm. I think... Um, a person or any kind of relationship, be it friendship, be it a romantic relationship, or even like spouses, even those people will make you more and more. So if they are kinder, you'll be more kinder. If you, mm-hmm. you I mean, you get the point. Like for example, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so like find someone who will help you grow as a person. Like for example, uh, me, I am a reserved person very very reserved but then i met kk like i met you okay and then uh she's very and open. i challenge you haha <laughs> <laughs> whatever so she's very open to people she's very uh like she's just very open with her stories and her life and all that and i maybe i didn't realize but i think her openness kind of rub off on me you know like it makes me mm-hmm. it, it helps me better like I, you hear that, mom? Oh, good influence. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, it helps you better. So find someone who will definitely help you grow as a person. Mm-hmm. And also, my uh, like, what do you think about that, Kay? Like about the growth one? Oh, um, I well, for me, growth kind of just translate in my mind just challenges you. I really like it if someone challenges me or like kind of tells me the honest truth of what it is. Um, like I like it if they tell me what I'm doing wrong. I really do. I appreciate it. Even though at that moment, sometimes if I'm not in the mood, like I will flash back at you. Like, I mean like lash back at you, but like, um, in the long run, I will really appreciate you to the core. And that's what Gordon has done for me too. And so like, I think that if like, um, I don't know if that person challenges you in a healthy way, argues with you in a healthy way, I think that, you know, that that's really good for your growth because it just makes you a better person than you are initially than you were initially. Um, but yeah. yeah yeah definitely so uh, I think I'll just continue to my third point which is willingness so <laughs> by willingness I mean like it takes two hands to clap it takes any, two to tango <laughs> <laughs> yeah it takes two to tango so any relationship can only work if we are willing to build the relationship like mm-hmm. like when I say like um Willing to build a relationship is like uh, both of you guys, you and your partner, you need to understand each other, adapting to one another, which is compromise, the same point like uh, KK's. Like, for example, mm. like, you know, I love cats and you don't care. 
but she compromised mm-hmm. with it. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no, I do not. Lies. Okay, we we gotta need to talk about this personally. <laughs> okay, after this. But anyway, <laughs> communicating openly as well. You need to communicate, even if it's mm-hmm. difficult. Sometimes you gotta communicate mm-hmm. it. Confrontational. You gotta express also your love dearly, and also mm-hmm. I guess listen attentively. Those are. I think those are important, and I think in willingness as well. This, mm-hmm. okay, you gotta listen to me until the end. Okay, okay, this might sound okay. controversial, so you gotta okay. be willing to fight better. And when I mean by fighting better is, for example, you. I think as couples, when you grow closer and closer over time, you gotta be able to handle your fight better. Like for mm-hmm. example. Of course, as uh, two people, two imperfect people combining to each other, it sometimes it gets messy, right? It gets uh, it get nasty as well. But during mm-hmm. those moments, can you guys, can you and your partner, me and my partner, fight better? Like we communicate it, we communicate with each other better. We mm. don't lash out. We we try to like if it's too heavy, can we get a timeout and we'll just discuss it tomorrow? Mm. But for the meantime. Oh, actually, like, I disagree. With that. Okay, like, oh, yeah, because you, you're the kind of person like, okay, we have to settle it now. Yeah, now, <laughs> yeah, now. now. <laughs> but for me, like, sometimes things get too heavy. Even me and my brother, sometimes when we fight, like, get, like I will shout to him, like, give me time. And then I will, like, yeah. three hours later, then I'll come to him. Okay. <laughs> give me time. Let's, Imagine let's yelling soon. that to your spouse. <laughs> give me time. Okay. I will. I will usually shout rather than shouting like you're stupid like you know i usually shout mm-hmm. give me time give me a break i don't want to talk about it now give mm-hmm. me time like i will just say give me a break give me a break i cannot take it something mm-hmm. like that so you gotta be willing to in the sense of fighting is also adapting to one another so yeah willing to fight yeah yeah to fight better <laughs> To fight better. I end up in divorce. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> oh, okay. This is about long-lasting relationship. You shouldn't mention that word. Lightheartedness, guys. Come on. Okay. Yeah. But all right. Okay. Let's just continue to our to our question. Oh, do you have anything to add? This is like no wonder. I like it. I mean, like honestly, your points just really envelopes and summarizes all of my points too. Honestly. So. Yeah. Um. Thank you for that. Um, it's like I'm the little letters and then you're the envelopes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, the next question is how how can a relationship be long-lasting and bearable? Um, for me, um, this is just my personal take, okay? Um, to me, um, I would like to imagine that the way I'm going to make my relationship long-lasting and bearable is first to always try to win each other's hearts every day. Second, to always sleep on the same bed every night okay so like um unless they're on like business travels or whatever um that's fine but i'm saying like whenever we're in the same city same you know country or whatever try to sleep in the same bed every single night the thing is like i really think okay well let me let me get to the first thing first like try to win each other's hearts every day um again it comes with the passion thing always show interest in each other's um activities um you know, do things that show that you appreciate them. Um, make them, you know, make them feel like a teenager again, like t- chasing each other for fun. You know, it's cute. It's it's not just for 
it's not just to fulfill that like whole um teenager within you kind of spiel but it's just more like to you know just to bring the love to a whole new level you know what i'm saying it's not normal to see couples like that and so i'd wish for that for more people you know to have that kind of like long lasting hee-hee-hee-ness or like <laughs> you know like like that long lasting butterflies in your stomach sort of thing um also the next thing is always sleep on the same bed every night i noticed that for couples who go go into arguments and don't sleep on the same bed every night um you know like i feel like it kind of can you know create a bad habit i feel like because you guys don't sleep on the same bed every night like you just kind of run away from each other and just like he sleeps on the couch she sleeps on the bed or whatever vice versa um and it just i don't know it just tells me as a person who's very confrontal that you don't want to talk things out but even if you let's say like again i was pretty harsh on whatever quote i said earlier even if you don't want to talk about it right now i understand but just sleep next to me you know it shows that at least you're willing to try to figure it out soon you know like like don't run away from me like we can sleep next to each other in anger that's fine but just stay with me you know mm. the second you walk out that door it just you know it it makes me feel like it would make me feel like probably you know you're you, i mean especially okay for guys that i've heard stories of like for married couples there have been guys who just walk out the door to have their alone time which is totally fine to drive around and if that's what suits you that's okay but if you stay outside for a night you never know what temptations will bring you um not saying that men will always cheat no or women will always cheat no i'm just saying that like if you're not like coming back to the problem you're going to run away to other things you okay, could end up cheating you so could good. end up doing the wrong things you could end up you know abusing su- certain substances and that's not necessary that's not really what you need to fix your situation with your spouse and so i think that to make it bearable sleep on the same bed every night um, okay sorry to cut you this is for married yeah. couple only right like the sleep on the same bed oh yes uh, i thought we were talking more on that okay All okay right. but for those of you guys okay for those of you guys who are not married okay for those of you guys who are not married um what i'd suggest to do is to at least say always good night you know you don't have okay. to say i love you i know that's that that packs more of a punch but at least say good night you know um don't just block them <laughs> um you can just say that simple line of good night you don't have to like rant again just good night and that's it um that at least that's what i expect of my relationship or what i hope for my relationship um so that's one um another thing is never to discourage their romance so if let's say the my spouse in the future or my partner um wants to be romantic i'm not a cheese ball i'm really not um i'm not a hopeless romantic but the thing is if he wants to be a hopeless romantic uh, you know whatever i'm not going to discourage it because sooner or later if i don't appreciate it i'm going to miss it you know because it's a fact that things will start you know to slow down things will start to die down you know wow. and so like if he buys uh like let's say flowers for my mom and his mom and i don't appreciate that fact um and if i don't encourage that i'm like oh my gosh you're so good you know or like even you know stuff like that like that might discourage him if i tell him don't do that like it's okay you don't need it's fine like if you just because you feel bad or whatever like it's okay let him you know like 
don't discourage him. Like, okay, yeah, it's like, oh my gosh, you're so sweet. Um, and then he'll keep doing it because once he stops doing it, you'll notice the difference, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just to be supportive in every season in their life, not just saying that you have to s- encourage their romantic side, but also just encourage them in every season of, in life that's important and that's pretty, gi- you know, given. Um, also, one last one for me to show a united front um, in front of other people, um, show that you guys are united. Um, don't fight in front of other people. For me, um, that just kind of, I don't know. I feel it for me, it's just not right. Even in the Bible, it says to reconcile with a person, um, you know, bring them away in privacy, you know, and talk to them. And don't, you know, don't be like, hey, like in front of other people. I feel like, you know, I don't think that that creates a really strong relationship because if you're able to like, if you can't control yourself in a public setting, God knows what you're going to be like in a private setting. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So show United Front, even when you have kids in the future, you know, when you have kids in the future, if you guys have differing values on what to teach your kids, like, honestly, like if let's say my guy, my husband or whoever is the father of my children, hopefully, let's say, let's say I am going to have children in the future. Like, um, if he says there's a rule in the household, I will go with it. But then if I don't agree with it, I'll pull him aside and say, hey, okay, I already agreed with it, but, like, we need to compromise with this. I don't agree fully, you know, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, you know what I'm saying, right, God? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's all I have. Yeah, I think a united front is definitely really important. We don't want to see those couples like, for example, for example, okay, if we are we are both already married, and then we went mm-hmm. to a, a family trip, and then suddenly, mm-hmm. you know, you and your couple were like this, like having argument, and then like shouting. I think it'll be very uncomfortable for the rest as well to see, and yeah, I think those kind of conversation would be better like off screen rather than like front. Mm. So yeah, I definitely agree with you. Like for me, like uh, how can we maintain a, a long-lasting relationship? It's actually only one. Yeah, I'll just bring up this one topic. It's forgiveness. I think, mm. again, I like I don't want to be depressing, but again, the reality is there is no guarantee that your relationship will feel forever spring. Like in anime, okay, spring is always like, you know, pinkish, it's colorful, the sakura flower yeah. is going down, showering you. It, mm-hmm. it feels so great, it feels so warm, it feels fresh, you know. Most of the mm-hmm. time, like, relationship does not always have that butterfly in your stomach. Like, over time, mm-hmm. I think relationship feel mostly like fall. You know, especially when it's like three mm-hmm. plus, uh, years of relationship or even marriage, you know, it's dry, brown, mm. ugh, you know, and sometimes mm-hmm. disgusting, yeah. you know, you see leaves falling to the ground, it's nasty, eh? and mm-hmm. because you get to know each other better, you get, you, that day in marriage, they become your routine, so their annoying habits started to get to you, their routines, their way of life starting to get to you. Like, I think even when we were roommates, gay, like, we have different habits, right? Like, I don't Yeah, like- but then our, our, so we got habits that mesh, too, you know? We, you know, literally, our room used to smell like 
old ladies from <laughs> like the Himalayas, dude. Like it smelled like essential oils. Oh my gosh, bro. Yeah, because it was, we- <laughs> it, was, it was so good though because I like that smell and it, it soothes me. Yeah, but yeah, but one of our differences is like she like KK doesn't like to have the curtains like she likes close. to open the curtain basically yeah i like to close the curtain <laughs> so we have this annoying little habits and it kind of wraps off okay. against okay other, guys okay. hold up let, let, let's but, just talk this out okay? <laughs> oh my gosh we literally lived on the 24th floor oh my gosh okay nobody could see us nobody not even we were the tallest building in bishan oh my gosh man Like we were, we lived in the second floor of our, our floor, uh, like in our whole, in our whole building, right? We, we lived on the second floor of it. Like, as in like the, we had a penthouse, so we had the second floor of our house. And so we live on the second floor of the 24th floor. So technically 25th floor got in and like, oh my gosh, nobody can see in. What is the problem? Like we need some sunlight. I am not a vampire. That's like, uh, you know, that's the exact problem because the sun greet us, the sun see us every morning and it hits the my face. The sun is the producer of life. Oh my <sighs> gosh. Okay. The sun, okay. <laughs> okay. To practice what we just, <laughs> we are talking about, okay. we'll talk about this later. <laughs> yeah. But basically relationships are like that. Like you have zero control of the other person. Yet you you give a hundred percent trust and love to this other person, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I always thought like it is such a scary thing. Like, what if you? What if I or my partner found out that either one of us messed up? Like, mm. I don't know. Something might happen to like a fact that I realize about myself, and. I, I I just found out that I messed up. For example, I'm I have mm-hmm. a sickness. For example, or like if mm-hmm. for example I or my partner are hiding something, or for ex- this is the scariest. I I mean I always share this to KK. What if like me or my partner change suddenly? Mm. Like I don't know what happened, but, but they just suddenly change. Scorpio thing on it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so I think in order to build a long-lasting relationship, the only key is just to forgive. Because you can't change them. And and you Americans, okay, listen to me. <laughs> so, okay. By forgiveness, what I mean by forgiveness is you got to give the other party the every right to hurt you. Okay, you might disagree with me, okay? But No, I don't. I, I agree. Oh, you agree. Okay, thank you yeah. so much, Kay. So, I think <laughs> because when, for example, when you forgive someone, it means like, For example, they've hurt you, but you forgive them. So you can't give them the right to hurt you. Mm. That's why there are some people who think like, oh, if if you're okay with this, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll do it again to you, you know? But they don't, yeah. because they don't understand the essence of forgiveness and how privileged they, ha- they are, how privileged they are to be given this right. So, yeah. but that, yeah, with this giving, with this giving, we carry not resentment, but like a complete peace. Like we just literally let go. We give them Amen. the right. It's all right. No, yeah. literally. I give them the right to like, just like God gave us. <laughs> well, he didn't give us the right. But more like he kind of lets us do, you know, like hurt him daily. But yeah, he still loves, you know. Um, I I also wanted to mention too, like when when it comes to forgiveness, right? Um, like when Gordon said to forgive fully, right? Like it's so important to give compl- uh, forgive completely and honestly because um, 
you know, I feel like when you don't do that, you just end up tolerating and tolerating, tolerating their um, weaknesses, I feel like is just not like as good as forgiving their weaknesses um, because of the fact that tolerating might means it might mean that you still keep it in your heart, you know, so it's easier for you to build that bitterness and that grudge. And so that's not healthy in a relationship to ever have a grudge. And so to be honest and to be forgiving and accepting of their weaknesses, I think that's, that's important, like what Gordon mentioned. Yeah, that's a very good, I think that's a very good distinction, Kay, between forgiveness and tolerating. I think that's really mm-hmm. important. Yeah. <clears throat> and I guess like with, with when you like for when you or your partner forgives you or each other, like both of you guys are also need to be willing to build the relationship again. So for example, mm. if you did something that hurt the other partner and they have given full full the full right for you to hurt them back, then don't don't hurt them back. It means that you don't actually love your partner again. So how are you gonna yeah. build a relationship? It's like you just want to break it again. So like mm-hmm. you need to be committed also to not repeat the same mistake. And usually those mistakes happen because communication doesn't happen, intimacy is dry and all that. Mm-hmm. So you gotta, mm-hmm. you know, again, like your point, okay? you gotta communicate openly, try to win each other's hearts always, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important, especially in marriage. Like I think, mm-hmm. like about you, like you gotta have that giddy, like, <laughs> like you know that kind of. No, love. yeah, no, that's important <laughs> to me. Yeah, that's very important because um, I found this quote. Like it's, it's not that you stop playing because you become an adult, but you stop be- becoming an adult. Hey, you stop becoming a girl because you stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> so it's like it's not that the love that that childlike love dies that puppy love dies because you know the relationship is long and it's just grow old but it's because you don't maintain it to be to have that puppy love that's why it grows old so yeah yeah you gotta have that playfulness you know yeah just, be playful yeah be playful. that's why humor is so important to me too my gosh okay <laughs> But um, <laughs> I I always want to read to kind of like finish. Are you done, God? With yeah, your yeah, points? I'm I'm done with my points. Okay, but um, I was reading um one of these um pointers from one of my friends' WhatsApp stories. Who would have thought, right, that I found this on a WhatsApp story? Oh my gosh, who even wa- who even watches those? <laughs> Me. <laughs> um, so like she posts this um screenshot of something, and I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, it said, "Don't break up, fix the problem, start the romance again." Go on dates again. Work on winning each other over again. This is why there are so many failed relationships. If you love each other and are best friends, then breaking up is not the answer. Then divorce is also probably not the answer too. You know, I know it's a very touchy subject too on that. But um, I think just in general, that whole idea of like kind of submitting to letting go of the relationship really needs a lot of thought first, you know to see it's just you need to measure a lot of things out first and i think you know if you can try to fix a problem if you know there's space to build the romance again to go on dates again i think that's something we need to ponder on too you know yeah yeah i completely yeah. agree what you said 
Guys, like, hit yourself for every time we say it. we agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I say it, we agree like so much because yeah, no, 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 like we, yeah, I also say I, I agree, agree, agree. Because we have the same like values, I think we almost have the same outlook on life, even though it's mm-hmm. like little bits, but overall yeah. it's basically the same. That's why I, I don't have any more points to add to it. I think you wrap up quite perfectly. See, I changed Thank my you. words. <laughs> Alrighty then, I think we're about done with this um, whole episode of Love Goals. Um, again, we're not professionals, we're just okay people. and. We are in an okay podcast that gives very okay tips. Um, not mediocre, but okay. Um, also, um, you guys are, again, uh, free to send this out to whoever you think might listen to this. Hope, hopefully blesses them. Hopefully blesses the relationship um, that they're in. And for the, those of you guys who are like single out there, hopefully it just gives you a good idea and a good picture of what to aim for and what to go for when it comes to love and relationships um but yeah um i appreciate you guys this time this is probably one of the longer podcasts but there's so much to cover i'm so sorry about that i'm sorry if you are annoyed by my voice or even corin's um but yeah okay so again uh you guys have a good week ahead and we'll see you in the next podcast we out